I'm Delta Work, and it's time for Very Delta. Spring has sprung. April Carrion is here. But first, do you want to see me go off? Because I think you want to see me go off. M. Oh. M. Mom! Are you a lady like me? Introspective, beautiful. Oh, are you intellectual like me? Beguiled by a bargain? You like wild times? Oh, like me? Are you serving the community like me? Well, if you are... Pues entonces sería... Muy April. I'm Delta Work, and this is Very Delta a luxury public access podcast and YouTube talk show where I look gorgeous, speak extemporaneously, and invite fascinating people to sit on the couch and get very Delta. Very Delta is for the woman whose hair comes alive with Wella Balsam instant conditioner. But first, let's get into some things that are very Delta. What is a Coles? Why is there Coles? I'm not talking about C-O-L-E-S, like Coles the restaurant here in L.A. I'm talking about K-O-H-L apostrophe S. I, I'm aware that it's a building that sells things, but I don't understand really who the actual demographic is. And I don't know why certain things are happening in there that seem to be more important than what the building is for. What I mean by that is I personally only go to Kohl's, K-O-H-L apostrophe S, to make in-person Amazon returns. That's the only reason I go there. And one thing that I do like about making an Amazon return there is that there are parking spots outside next to reserved for handicapped and reserved for like expectant mothers and reserved for the sheriff. There's also parking spots for people who are just making an Amazon return, which I appreciate um, not just because I'm lazy, but because the Amazon re- re- because the Amazon return place in Kohl's is at the very back of the store. That's just always the way it's going to be. I go to the one in Cerritos. I don't know where you go. Um, but when I go inside Kohl's, I just can't think of a sadder place. I don't mean that their merchandise is is sad. I don't really necessarily mean that the merchandise is gross. I don't mean to shame anybody who buys things there because they definitely have name brand items um, and they definitely have, uh, you know, quality store brand items. I just don't see anyone in there, which surprises me because they're known for Kohl's cash, which means the more you spend in the store, the more of a reward they're going to give you. And then you have a certain amount of days to, you know, purchase something with the Kohl's cash. I think that's wonderful. I think it's a great idea. But I feel like every time I go, there's no one in there. It seems very dim inside. It seems like parts of the store don't have any like like employees. Maybe they don't. Maybe that's just like the dynamic right now. There's no employees anywhere. But what really surprises me, aside from the fact that I think their demographic is supposed to be middle America and they do not have a significant plus size section, which, you know, we know that middle America generally is going to utilize a plus size section, Americans in general. 
Um, I don't know why they don't serve that. But what I really don't understand is why they don't have a big and tall section at all. So who's who is shopping? I don't I don't understand. Like chic young people are shopping at Kohl's. Like young trendy people are going to Kohl's to look for separates. I don't think that's happening. I think the people that are going to use Kohl's cash are going in there to buy, I don't know, luggage. And by the way, nobody's going to the department store anywhere to buy luggage. They go to like TJ Maxx, they go to Marshall's, they go on Amazon and get an Amazon Essential or Amazon Basic. Don't go to the department stores looking for your luggage anymore, unless you only have an open credit card, like an open store card, then I get it. Um, but they're overpriced and you know it. You can get your Samsonite everywhere else. It's totally fine. Uh, a, a season later. But I don't think I know anybody who's like, is that this season's Samsonite? Oh my God, you must have money. Like no one's saying that. No one's doing that. No one. I don't think anyone ever did that. No one was ever proud because you had, uh, you know, all gray luggage from uh, Mervyn's. Which I'm taking, I was going to take you to departure because I was going to tell you why there was another part of Kohl's that surprised me. But I do want to go back a little bit and say, I feel like Kohl's is supposed to be the replacement for Mervyn's. But I remember when Mervyn's left, I just don't remember if Mervyn's left and closed and then Kohl's sort of rose up because maybe it was like uh, it was around all along. I don't know if that was the case or if it just replaced it, if they were the same company. They seem very similar, but Mervyn's kind of had its own sort of swag. Like they had their own flyer all the time. You would go to Mervyn's to get your high Sierra for school. Um, you would go to Mervyn's to like, I don't know. Mervyn's was Mervyn's. There was like, the lady that would like back in the day, the commercial, wasn't she open, open, open? I think that was her. Um, Mervyn's had a way about it. It was Mervyn's. It was for like parents would go there to buy school clothes. And but Kohl's like I just maybe because I'm not the person who ever shopped there. I don't know the whole experience. I'm just saying I saw it a little bit busy at Christmas, but I didn't see it slammed. I was just there and it is months after Christmas. Like we're leaning towards summer, spring, summer already. Um, why is there Christmas still in the store? And why is that Christmas only 50% off? Bitch. I don't think anybody has Christmas at 50% off months after Christmas, like into a new season, looking very close at the next like two seasons after and you still have your Christmas at 50% off. That should not only be 99% off. Most of that needs to be damaged out and sent to DD's discounts. I don't understand why you have a Christmas section in your store. And you know, I love Christmas, but I'm not looking to pay only 50% off this much later, which leads me to the other surprise about Kohl's that I don't understand. Uh, we live in a an age of social media. People are cooking and telling you what they cook and what the, what pans they use. And people are doing makeup online. Amazing faces of makeup, simple faces of makeup, recommendations of what's a dupe and, and where you can get your perfume and where you can get this and that. And generally, when people talk about getting their makeup or skincare, they say, I got it at Sephora. I got it at Ulta. Because those are sort of like the meccas of where you can get this stuff. Why is Sephora inside of Kohl's? If Kohl's is so lame and Kohl's like has nothing, they don't even have their fucking lights on and there's nobody working and they even have candy bars at the register. Like you can get a Butterfinger at the register of what's supposed to be a department store. 
I'm fucking confused that why the trendy place where you're going to go buy Kat Von D liner and all this other stuff is sitting dead center in the middle of that. How did that partnership happen? I'm so lost. Like that just doesn't make any sense to me. It doesn't, I'm confused. I'm trying to think of another place where like that would like, that just doesn't make sense. Like again, that's like Ross saying we teamed up with GameStop and Everyone that wants to buy video games, you have to come into the middle of Ross to buy video games, even though we don't sell video games in the store. All the cool people who play video games, you need to come to Ross. Why? That doesn't make any... Actually, it does make more sense because they do have like switch controllers and shit like that. So that maybe that maybe that's not a very good example. There is no example. There is no example acceptable. Sephora, why are you inside of Kohl's? I don't understand. I'm confused. That doesn't make any sense. Is that, okay, let me think of another example. Like, would Clifton's Cafeteria in Lakewood Mall all of a sudden say, on Tuesdays, we offer uh, $75 steaks instead next to your uh, $14. Like, it doesn't make any sense. Help me understand why there's a Kohl's and why of the two most important things that happen, at least for me and a lot of people I know, why do we have to go in there to get those things but never buy anything from Kohl's? Why not just get rid of Kohl's, get rid of the backdrop, that scary mauve backdrop, like get rid of that. It would be cooler if they called it Mervyn's too. Like that would be cool to me. Also, you can sort of tell, like, I'm not shaming anybody for their perfume, but like if the biggest name of perfume you're selling is the Kim Kardashian perfume, like they're not even selling that. I don't even think they're selling that in the, in the, I don't even think they're selling that in the fucking perfume part. They sell it outside. This is not like a, I don't know. I don't, I'm not saying they said they were a glamorous store. I'm just saying like, there's not even anything like remotely like attractive about it. I mean, again, even your basics, like if you went in there to go buy basics, they're too expensive. I have looked at some of the price tags. I think this is for people who like live in Under Armour or something. Like if that's your thing, like you probably go there. Like, and I'm not shaming you. I'm, I probably have, I probably have like four different pair of Under Armour underwear. It's a it's a wonderful product. I'm not shaming Under Armour. If you're listening to this, I love your underwear. The box cut, like I I wear that. But what I'm saying is like this whole place, it's spooky. You know what it reminds me of? I'm going to tell you what it reminds me of. It reminds me of a liminal space. Do you know what a liminal space is? It's like one space where things are happening and then there's another space where things are happening, but somewhere in the middle, they're connected and you go through there. And when you see pictures of them or you, or you experience them, they're a little bit scary, like an office when the lights are off and the last few people have left, but previously there were people in there. They're like, there's a sense that there was life in there, but there's not right now. A parking structure when you have to like go up to the third level and you can't get there through the elevator because the elevators are closed. So you have to wind up the cement, a liminal space. That's what Kohl's is. It's a fucking liminal space between Amazon returns and Sephora. Everything else, there's nothing there. It's like, I feel like the episode of the Twilight Zone where the mannequin in the department store came to life and each one got to come to life one day a month and they got to live. 
and I walk around. And I'm like, what is Kohl's? What is happening in here? And I even I don't see anybody like I'm going on the wrong day. I don't I don't I'm frightened by Kohl's and why Kohl's exists. Just have it an empty space and call it like a um call it the like uh the Amazon lofts like Sephora and Amazon. And it's just like a, an open air space where like maybe street vendors could be inside vending like juices. And then you can like go buy like eyeliner. You can make a return. You can, um, I don't know, maybe bring back a public telephone, something that people can use. Kohl's and everything's overpriced. And then also too, Amazon tries to give you a certificate that's like, oh, 25% off of whatever you purchased today. This is like, they give it to you like after you make your return. I'm not, I don't want 20, 25% off of anything. There's nothing in here. I'm confused. Maybe 25% off of a Butterfinger. Like I would take that. Department stores selling Butterfingers. <laughs> Do you remember when the department stores would only sell Godiva chocolate? Like that's, and I like a Butterfinger. I'm not shaming a Butterfinger. I'm just saying. Have you seen the price also too of like a king size candy bar? It's like almost $3. I remember when a candy bar was like 59 cents and the king size was 79 cents. That's how fucking old I am in this game. Like almost $3. And who's buying a regular size candy bar anyway? <laughs> Certainly not our guest today. That's for sure. She's not, she's not buying a king size. You know what? Maybe I just haven't given Kohl's a fair shake because, as I said, I felt like Kohl's was the replacement for Mervyn's, which was cooler. I don't know if it was a replacement or if it's something new. I don't know if they were in competition with anyone because I don't really know another store like them. Maybe JCPenney, Sears. It's kind of that vibe. But JCPenney and Sears used to have the JCPenney and Sears catalog, which gave them sort of swag. And then when that fell apart, they were like, OK, we're out of here. Bye. Like, I don't know why Coles thinks like they're doing something. They're not. But maybe I should give them a fair shake. What I'm going to do is I'm going to go to Coles. I'm going to take a friend with me to hold my hand because I am very fearful of liminal spaces. And um, I'm going to take an Amazon return with me. And I'm going to make it a point to buy something in Sephora. But I'm going to give myself a little budget to go looking from department to department to see what it is that they have. And I want to come back here and report to you what really happens there. Um, who knows? Maybe I'll find something red carpet ready to wear. That would be nice. Maybe I will find Samsonite luggage at 90. Maybe the Christmas stuff will already be 99% off. Maybe they'll finally do that. I don't know if they will, but I want to do that. Um, I love my Very Delta viewers and listeners more than anything. Thank you so much for supporting this. I feel like I owe you to give you a report about not just this, but all the things that I sort of complain about and don't know about, um, which you heard me. I said complain, uh, even though I believe I'm informing. Um, I do know that some people think that I'm complaining and that's fine. That's what we do here, right? We fry the little fish. Uh, thank you so much. I love you to pieces. Thank you for listening. Thank you. Continue to support. Continue being very whoever you are because it aligns with very Delta. If you're very Alex, if you're very Tiffany, if you're very Janelle, whoever you very are, let's be very together. Do you want to see me take a break? Because I think you want to see me take a break. Coming up, April Carrion gets very Delta. That's the tea. 
podcast is brought to you by Squarespace. Squarespace is the all-in-one website platform for entrepreneurs to stand out and succeed online. Whether you're just starting out or managing a growing brand, Squarespace makes it easy to create a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything from products to content to time, all in one place, all on your terms. Everything is online today, and Squarespace offers so many features to make your website so sleek and professional. I love to shop online, and I like to see how different small businesses and people have their websites set up. For me, it says a lot about how the customer service experience will play out based on a company's web design. I can always tell when a website is well-built and well-managed. It's the functionality and Squarespace has it. With Squarespace, you can book appointments through your site. They provide everything you need to manage your schedule, accept secure payments, send automatic reminders. You can have an online store. You can sell your products directly on your site. And they offer amazing analytics too, which is great for growing your business. You can learn where your site visits and sales are coming from and analyze which channels are the most effective. So check out squarespace.com slash verydelta for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code verydelta, all one word, to save 10% on your first purchase of a website or domain. Today's guest is an absolute goddess from season six of RuPaul's Drag Race, the one and only April Carrion. Hola, hola, hola. Thank Hi. you for being here. Hi, thank you for having me, Delta. Gracias. You look like uh, you look like spring. You look like a scoop of sherbet ice cream. Ay, gracias. I'm manifesting spring because I need this warm weather. I need flowers to spring. It's so gloomy. I need it. Yeah. You are, you really are about color. Like we were talking about backstage. You love wearing color. I you love see. being in, in, in colorful places. See, see. I always think of you um, doing photo shoots. Like that's see, a see. thing you've done for a very long time. I love it. Como que I just feel like life is in color and like I feel happier when everything is joyful and like colorful. It just brings me joy and it's happy. Yeah. Although like no sé. Sometimes a lot of color gets me too like chaotic, but mm -hmm. I kind of like l like it as well. Yeah. I don't know. But uh, yeah, I love doing photo shoots. I love it. It's just like, um, especially like in nature, because it just like complements. I mean, we're taking drag outside of like um, where it's supposed to be and just planting it in nature and being part of it because we mm -hmm. are part of nature as well. Yeah. That's true. I didn't even put on makeup today. No, you never do. You <laughs> never do. You just, uh, but I, I feel like um, when you, I'm going to take these off because I just keep banging them everywhere. I take love them these. I, I love them because I love the proportion of them, but I'm going to set them here just so everyone can enjoy them. <laughs> just like that. I don't know how to get them. Um, you're one of the only people I feel like who really celebrates when we talk about color or being in nature, or taking photos, you celebrate this duality. Yeah, you yeah. celebrate yourself, whether you're fully, fully decorated or stripped down. See, see. How do you feel about that? I just feel like being my drag persona is more about being an energy and uh, transmitting that feminine energy into its most vulnerable state. And I feel like even like when I was growing up, I, I would watch like Disney movies like Atlantis and like Pocahontas. And I would really um, be attracted to these women because they were so stripped of everything, but they were so delicate and like strong at the same time. But and they were like basically wearing nothing, but still had this strongness to them. And I'm like, 
and I grew up like in the mountains and nature and Puerto Rico. So it just like it resonates a lot with me. Uh, just that simplicity. And it's really in the details and how you pose with your arms, your you point your your toes, your feet and everything. And it's just like it emulates that feminine energy. And it's and you don't really have to always have huge drag or like have, you know, a parade. You can just be subtle and just, you know, just have that woman in you come yeah. out. I like that. I, I like that. That's so pretty. I see. I you love really being look a woman. like you look like a scoop of ice cream, like that, like sherbet ice cream. You know what I'm saying? I see. That's see, fruity see. and creamy, and that's just like who you are. That your hair is gorgeous. Where is I, this hair from? I gracias, gracias. It's from um, a friend from Puerto Rico, Luboa Wigs, and he's gorgeous. amazing. He's amazing. He's absolutely sick. beautiful. I see. 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 When yeah. I saw this hair, I just like, oh my started screaming because it was just so perfect. I see. Did you know that you had this dress, or did you find the dress for the hair? Uh, no, I found the 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 dress for the hair. Yeah, I love and that. Like marched perfectly. But oh, see, see, I yeah, love this. I love that. I you grew up. You say you grew up like in the mountains in see, Puerto see. Rico. Um, tell me about your siblings, because I know that you have some uh, a group of siblings that is different than what everyone else. Yeah, has. yeah. My um, we are three brothers um, from mom and dad, and we are all um, gay. We're homosexuals and like everybody has their own kind of spectrum and way of expressing their gayness, I guess. But they're more reserved. I'm kind of like the more out there mm -hmm. and I'm the youngest one. So but it, it it's fun to have a gay brothers, I guess. I felt like really yeah. protected. And I, I think that really gave me the strength to be out there, to be a drag queen, to be loud and like not nah, give a fuck honestly to like whatever everybody mm -hmm. thought of me because I had like my two older brothers, which are so skinny, but I mean, they could like punch them and go like, I'll be like, whatever. Yeah, they have confidence. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I I what do they think about your drag? Oh, bitch, they love it. I, they, they really support me. They're really proud of me. And like, I even did this photo shoot like a couple years ago that I put them in drag and it was fun. How did that turn out? I it was really fun. It was really, really fun. And even my mom and dad were just so excited because um, we did like, um, it was for Pride, so we did um, boy, like, some colors, and then the opposite colors, we did them as drag, and they, they came out really pretty, and it was so funny because my older brother, he never had done drag, and he didn't want to take off anything, the oh nails, God. the hair, he just pranced around the house for, really? like, hours, it was so funny. So, so and what do you think their favorite parts of it was? Like, was it was it the drag? Was it the like wigs, shoes? I think it was just everything when they saw each other like completely done up. It was just like a fantasy, and just like the just having that moment with them individually because I don't really do uh, makeup, so I spent like a bunch of time on them, and it was fun just to have that little time with us and like. I don't know. It was it was a great um, project. I loved it. Yes, sí, sí, son unas perras también. Yes. They're, they're, um, um, since my I was born in April, that's why um, my name came from. Well, they are May Carrion and October Carrion. So we're Cute. like, yeah, the calendar. Cute. Do you think they'll revisit drag? I hope not. <laughs> <laughs> Were they competitive with one another? Or oh, no, no, no. They, um, no, I just hope not. One drag is enough. I cannot. With another yeah. drag queen in the family, I cannot. Mm -mm. Can't do it. Can't I do No, it. no, no. I want to be the princess. I love that. <laughs> How long have you been here in LA? I've been here a year and like a couple months, like five months. 
Uh-huh. See, I'm still getting used to it, honestly. Yeah, but you work everywhere. I mean, Susie. you really do. I am really blessed and really grateful for, like, all the queens that have opened the doors for me here. And, like, really, it's really felt like a family. Y me encanta. I'm, I'm so grateful. But it's just, like, a whole different energy, honestly. Than, really? Like, yeah, than what I'm living. Because in um, Puerto Rico, it was just so chill, like, Everybody was just having a good time. There was no rush. No, I mean, there was traffic, but not like L.A. traffic, right. honestly. Este, pero it's just different, and I'm, I like it. I love that I can work a whole lot and, like, get to see so many girls. And I don't know, just be where everything, you know, drag is the mm -hmm. pinnacle, you know, and just be here. I love that. You're, I mean, known as, like, an amazing performer. You have such control of your body. You love interacting with the audience. I see. But I always imagine, like, I'm trying to imagine what, like, the April Carrion show is. Because I feel like you should have your own weekly show. Like, I could I would see that. that. I think it's, I think it's time that somebody makes that space available to you because, um, you just, I think you just have this refinement of what you would put in your show. See, what would that look like, do you think? I would love, that is one of my dreams because back home, um, before I was on Drag Race, I would go out maybe like once a month, but I would make these productions with like scenery and like special effects with lighting, with um, props. I even brought a bed one time and had like a huge pillow fight and like feathers all over the, like the club. It was like, I love productions and like giving an experience. And I wish I could do more here, but it's just like, well, you have to be comprised and like so you can travel, so your like show can travel. But I would love to have come like it just is a space where I can just go crazy. But and I would also love to have like a, a one woman show when I can tell a story, you know, mm -hmm. because I I believe come like at least in my drag in my mind, I like to have a concept to tell a story to. And, and every show, if, even if it's just like, I don't know, just uh, in my mind that nobody really can resonate with it, but it just helps me organize and construct something, you know? And I love No, that. it resonates. It, yeah. it definitely resonates because from one number to the next, just working with you, like, um, you know, I've seen you strip in yes, a number. See. I've seen you do cosplay characters. See, see. I've seen you give something like um, really like something emotional. Mm -hmm. And so it, it does. It does resonate. People see, know see. it. I think people can tell. That's why they want to come back and see you. And yeah. I think um, I think a great start for a, a show like that, like you say, with the props and stuff, it's difficult. But even if you just did it like started one time and see, you were like, see. I have a special event coming up and this is my little cast of like who I want. And, and you Maybe just build it around yourself. See, see. Yeah. But it I, is scary, though. Oh, oh it's oh always scary. It is. Every week. You know, because you see, are a perfectionist. See. Yeah. Uh, every night that you perform is, is scary. It is. It is. Because you put a lot of work into what you do. See, we were see. just talking about you doing your mixes. Uh-huh. Yeah, yeah. I mean, it's just like you want to deliver a certain type of caliber. And especially here where there's so many drag queens, you want to, you know, um, just be known for something. Like, good drag, you know? So it's just like I put a lot of effort into it and I don't know, but I do want to do it. I will do it. You will. Especially yeah. like here, I feel like um, we need more Latin voices, especially like I think my point of view here is something fresh, something um, new that people strive to and like connect to. And and I even like when I do Spanish songs that nobody really knows, they really are paying attention and they really enjoy it because it's something different and something. And I try to. Um, you know, build it so it can be entertaining and people really like it. So, CC, hopefully soon. Yeah. I, um, you know, you obviously you've been here a year and a half ish, mm -hmm. but you still have a connection, of course, to Puerto Rico. Si, you si, know, definitely. your family, friends, uh, 
Wig stylists? Yes. What's yes. happening there? What's What do you know about... But mira, uh, I love Puerto Rico. And, and in my mind, uh, when I moved here, I'm going to work here, but I want to live there. Mm-hmm. Because the way of living there, it's just so exquisite. The way that life is, it's just so simple and just so enjoyable. And I love going to the beach. And I love summer. I hate the cold. I hate the cold. So I'm used to that. Este, and I wish I could still live there and prosper in my career. But Puerto Rico, when I was growing up, was in an all-time high, and it was a great place for to build and to have um, successful careers. But now I feel like politics are preventing that, preventing Puerto Ricans to stay in Puerto Rico to grow in there. So most of my generation lives in the states or like elsewhere. All all my friends live como que all around the U.S. because we can't live there. It's not. It's not prosperous for us. It's not beneficial. We can't really grow there because it limits us so much because of the laws about taxes and like uh, building new businesses. But then people from the U.S., they are exempt for a lot of taxes and they come. They We actually have a huge problem because a lot of people are coming um, and taking over, buying right. land, buying como que buildings, which, I mean, it is beneficial because they are making it better, but at the same time, they are making it better because it's easier for them. If we mm-hmm. had the same benefits, I think we would as well do that because I would love to um, give back to my culture and, like, foment um, my queer queerness in Puerto Rico, but, like, it's so... I can't make a living out of it. It's, right. the, it's the truth. But, uh, and it's sad. It saddens me because you see all these... Um, Americans, which I mean, we're all here for them, but like they're taking over our land and our our homes, and it's sad. It's frustrating, just because the government is catering to them and not to its people, and we're losing our culture, I guess, in some sort. But I mean, everybody wants to live in Puerto Rico. Like Puerto Ricans want to live there, but um, but we do have to make a living and have a good life as well. So yeah, you're right. I, I, I see sometimes on TikTok people talking about like, here here's how cheap I live in, in Mexico, yeah, yeah. and I'm and I'm thinking like, what? Yeah. And they're like, oh, just come in here and take it over. And they're talking about gentrifying and and making it. Isn't it wonderful? And I'm like, you're make you're just raising the rent for the people who already live there. That is true. You're yeah. just you're you're ruining it for them. They can't even make a living. And then you know you're oftentimes the same people that when you're back in the states you're ripping and roaring about like oh these street vendors and this and that and the other. And it's like well you can't have it all. Like it's very that. Yeah. you can't shit on everybody in in another space and then. But then want to benefit from it. I, it's yeah. just, it's awful. It's so awful. But I to mean, see. it is great to share our land and our culture with everybody because it, it is splendid and we love for people to enjoy. Even when I have people coming, like visiting PR, I would, I love to show them around, show them like secret beaches and like hidden gems, you know, because it's so rich and so oh, joyful, gorgeous, I bet. you know. But uh, we just, I, it should be better for us, you know, and it's, it's sad. But I know it will get better because. Eventually, all those politicians are going to die, and we're going to yeah, take over. Yeah, that's the hope. Yeah, that is that's the hope. That's our hope. Yes. We hope you all die. <laughs> fuck yeah. <laughs> and then fuck off. Yes, And then never yes. come back. <laughs> and then we could be splendid. Fuck yeah. I love it. Let's take a break. Zeri Delta, helping people live better lives since last year. Yeah. 
And we are back with the beautiful, beautiful April Carrion. Hola, hola. Hi, everybody. I love that. I love, look, I just can't stop looking at you, I honestly. Guess, yeah. You really, because you hit on earlier about this idea of like telling a story mm-hmm. in, in, um, in a number, but you tell a story in just a look. See, si, Right? Si, si. I think that's so important. It is. The devil is in the details. Yes, and it truly is. Even today, like, I, I wanted to bring spring, you know? Yeah. I, I'm manifesting that. So I, I had to bring, you know, spring colors and like florists. And then, yeah. see, see, there's always, I feel like when you have purpose, I think things, people digest it better mm-hmm. and like they identify it better, even if it's just for you and your mind. But right. um, it just makes sense for me. So since I feel comfortable and like perra in it, you're going to fucking eat it because, you know, I put my heart work into it. See, and I, I, I think um, because I, I always sort of live by this philosophy that, um, it was in a movie about the life of Martha Stewart. Uh-huh. And I don't know that Martha Stewart ever said this, but the character, that the actress that was playing it, in the role, she said, my job is not to bring myself down to America's standards. It's to bring them to mine. Yeah, yeah. And so you sort of do live in that philosophy of... If it's good enough for me, see, see. it's going to be good enough for you because you have such high standards. See, see. Are you wearing pasties under this right now? No, these You're are not... my full breasts. Okay, because I know that you wear pasties a lot <laughs> see, for stuff. See. Yeah. Um. What? What? Do you have any advice for people who are first time pasty wearers? Mira, it, it's not going to be. It's going to hurt. It's going to hurt. It's pain is beauty, honestly. But um. It's so satisfying when when I'm stripping and like taking everything off and then I just I'm just in pacings and just like seeing everybody's reaction. It's just like, oh, my God, where is it? How can I hide it? How what what is it? It's so funny. And but um, I love it. I just I feel liberated and just like I feel it's so fun to watch people being attracted to me as a woman, but knowing I'm a guy, I guess. Mm-hmm. And just like that mind fuck, it just really resonates with me. I'm like, fuck yeah, I'm doing that. Well, yeah, there's there's definitely that power in See. in sexuality. And um, I, we're lucky to be in the space that we're in right now. We're lucky Look, to be alive yeah. in a time where we don't have to label anything. We can be liberated. We can say from one day to the next, this is exciting to me, and yeah. now this is exciting, and simultaneously, yeah. it's great. And it is. And by you saying that, like, there's so much power, and I, and I, you know, we say, uh, if you can see it, you can be it, right? Yeah, so yeah. when people see you do that, they're like, I can have that for a piece of myself. Um, do you like to buy pasties, make pasties, or both? Pues Embellish? Mira, yes. I, I actually like to make most of my pasties because I usually have a theme. So, like, I feel like uh, the pasties should at least, even if it's little, it should resonate with the theme. Like, right. the other day I did... Um, a Kali Uchi's um, number for her album release and the song was that to me. So um, my dress was like full of blood and stuff like that and it was like all fully rhinestones but then I ended up in Pacey's and the Pacey's were like blood drops I guess okay and they were like really um as well rhinestone and everything but uh it just fit the theme mm-hmm. so yeah I mean I like to customize my my pasties so yeah I mean it's really not that hard to make them but uh, it, it is fun just to rhinestone and like precise them well you know I learned a long time ago that pasties are not one size fits all because <sighs> I have true. very 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 uh very Mexican <laughs> areolas 
So my nipples, not my nipple, but my areola yeah, itself yeah. is large, si, si. which uh, some people love. You yeah. know, it's like a, it's like a li- like a little caramel pancake. Yeah, yeah. And so people <laughs> like them. See, si, and so back course. in the day, we used to wear. I would wear pasties. No, you. I have pictures. No. I'll show you. Oh my god. I have god. them on my Instagram, ah! and I would stone them, and I would even cut my bras so that underneath would like you have that support me. Yeah. yeah. And I, I don't know why I stopped, but I have pictures. I have quite oh, a few. My it was God. my thing. But it, this is like, we're talking like the early 2000s. Damn. And yeah. you would make your pasties? I would on. make my pasties. Uh, you know what I would buy is buckram. What is so that? like buckram is like a very thick, almost it reminds you of like a screen door, but it's not. Ah, uh, see, see, see. That's to what make I hats. use. Yeah, yeah. That's right? what I use as well. And then I would just cut a circle bigger than it needed to be. Halfway line and then twist it, exactly right? That, yeah, with hot glue. Yeah, yeah. Well, some of the pictures were were pasties that I bought and just rhinestoned over, see, see. and you could see that like the nipple or the areola is showing. Oh my god, that's and so, so it's like, funny. oh my gosh. Like, so at first I was like kind of embarrassed, but then yeah, my yeah. friend Philip, who also did drag at the time, was like, "No, sister, it's sexy because like you're telling them it's like, a peekaboo. I could barely even yes. hold it in. It's, I could barely show that's my breasts. So funny. Are yes, it is fun. Yes. It's liberating. See, it is. It is. Yeah. Oh my god, I'll tell that's I didn't know that about you. Well, you know what? We should do this. Like maybe, maybe we will do a pasties show. Oh pasties and pastries. Yes, bitch. Yes. I it, would love that. It's like Candyland show. I would never picture because I feel like you're so refined and such a you know elegant woman. I didn't see you as a whole. Like no, I like know? to get on my knees and throw neck. Oh, look uh-huh. at you. Yes. Yeah, I just suck all the dicks. I, I'll line them up. Really? I don't, care. I don't see you like uh-huh. that. You're a woman. You're a di- no, uh, uh-huh. uh-huh. Yeah. I don't see. I, well, you because, get service in my head. You know. Right. Well, that too. Yeah. <laughs> It just depends on why, who, because like he's, we were saying, you can be so many different things. That is true. Right? Yeah. See, see. That's so funny. We should. Let's do that. We should. Pastries we and should. pasties. And it'll just be all like coming into like the bakery and you could have your cakes oh out. Oh my God. Yes. We could have like uh, whipped cream titties. Oh my God. Oh, this is perfect. Yes. yes this could yes. be an actual like a big show that people would come to. Yes. Yes. Um, yes. We could even have like uh, girls that are dressed up as like um, our maids. I help see. You, help you undress. I see. That would be so. Would that be pretty? Yeah, I love and that. Put whipped cream all over me so I can, be, como que somebody can lick them and stuff like yeah. that. Yeah, I see. See something nice, something pretty. I see. I like it. Uh, <laughs> you, because we're talking about spring and all the beautiful things. Do April showers bring Nina flowers? April showers. <laughs> well. <laughs> Yes, she does, actually. That's so funny that you bring Nina Flowers because my name was inspired by Nina Flowers because Uh she kept her last name. So I'm like, I want to keep it as well. Uh huh. So yeah, I guess she's my my fairy godmother. I love that. I love that. I think in a lot of communities... it's there's a there's a weird like you can't really discern all the time if somebody is your drag sister, yeah. a drag fairy godmother, yeah. a drag mother, a drag dad. Like see, it's see, all this. See. And I remember talking to um, Alexis and Yara a long time ago about um, the building one another up see, see. in a community where like maybe somebody does hair, but maybe they do drag yeah. and maybe. Uh, that that's really the strength, don't you see, think? See. And especially back at, back home in Puerto Rico, drag like I mean, it's a small community, so everybody kind of knew everybody, and everybody helped everybody just to get better. And I remember just seeing Nina Flowers just having. I mean, at first I was so scared, but like um, it was just so intriguing, you know. And and it was her style, and like then everybody branched out into because of her, because they were inspired because of her. Mm-hmm. One of my um, most proud moments was um, when we did a tour in Brazil and it was 
um, Nina, Jara, Jessica, and me. And it was like four different generations of drag from PR. And I remember just being backstage and como que telling myself, this is real. This is like right. unreal. Como que these are people like I admired and followed them. And just like having them stand next to me, it was just like crazy. Gorgeous. I see, see, see. I love that. When you travel, um, you went to Brazil, uh-huh. tour of Brazil. When you travel anywhere, uh, April, what's in your carry-on? In my carry-on? Pues mira, I always have to put my makeup on and uh-huh. my carry-on because I am not going to Walmart and, like, inventing some sort of face. No, I need my products. What else do I need? Um, My shaving cream. Uh-huh. I, um, Which I don't believe you grow body hair, by the way. Although, oh I, God, I yes. mean, I've seen pictures. <laughs> see, I know. See. But I don't think, I just can't even think of you, like, Growing ear hair, nose hair. Like, you're so delicate. Even when you're not painted up. I see, see, see. But yeah, I'm so hairy out of drag. Como que. And I love that uh, juxtaposition of like, Mm -hmm. como que being an otter kind of, and then being this silky Mm -hmm. seductress. Como que me gusta mucho. I see, see. And, but that. Shaving, come again, taking care of my skin, it, it really is a process because I am so hairy. So right. I have to like moisturize, exfoliate, just be a lady. So I can, I don't have razor bumps and my ass. Because they have smooth. a mind of their own. The, they the do. They really do. do. They mm-hmm. really do. That's why I always travel in my um, carry on a small bag of lotion as well. Um, so yeah, yeah. I was. I also had snacks. I always travel. Oh, with what snacks. are your snacks? Well, trail mix and like. I don't know, like fruity um, gummy, like those um, Welch's um, uh-huh. gummy bears, whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And um, yeah, trail mitts, granola bars, and a bottle of water. Mm-hmm. I see, see, see. Do you like to drink soda? I drink sodas, but I try to limit that. But I do love um, Sprite. And those like n- um, small cans are perfect because they're like portion control. Small cans. Yeah, they're like um, nine uh, ounces. Nine ounces. Yeah. Of drinks. See, that? that's just the perfect amount. I, even so, that could be two, um, like, um, two meals. Two servings. <laughs> yes. So but, this is why you look so per. Okay, so this, so I'm going to have to, nine ounces. So if I drink nine ounces of Sprite. And trail mix. Yes, yes, yes. And I portion control. Yeah. And I hang out at the beach. And, and well, I I do work out a lot. And I but look, I do love sweets. Work out? Yes, yes. You have to. You have such a commitment. This is what I love about you. <laughs> no, what I really, and I and I joke, but I, what I love about you is you really do, you're one of the people that I know who has an extreme understanding of your balance Seriously. and your body and your mind. I really mean that. Like, um, we know people who look great and Seriously. I love that about them and they like to party and they like to do this, that, and the other, but you really do all of this for yourself because See. it makes you feel well. Yeah. And I admire that. See. I, I, Take it back to uh, when I started doing drag, I, I started in art school. Mm-hmm. And then in art school, um, that was like when I my mind blew up because um, that's when I learned purpose when you do things. And and it, the work you do behind closed doors, it's what's most important, what people don't see. Because mm-hmm. when you do all of that background work it's and everything is set, Everything just flows, and it, it sh- you shouldn't see that hard work when you present something. But mm. the hard work is there. But in in order for that to flow, you really need to work hard. That's why 
I it is a commitment because it is kind of like a performance art. Because if I I didn't do drag, I wouldn't diet. I wouldn't. Um, I, I mean, I, I'm sure I would, but not not as rigorous. I wouldn't work out as much, and you know, I'd be more laid off. But um, no sé, but I am committed to the craft. That's yeah. why I do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. you are, and si, it keeps si. you doing what si, you do. Si. You know, you you do. I believe when I see entertainers like yourself or people that um, do present a lot of like body movement mm -hmm. you have to make the physical commitment si, to that si. as well it is in order for yourself to look as fluid as you yeah, do yeah, yeah. and that's what's beautiful si, si, si. i love that i see you have to even like training i love taking here i've taken a couple of uh, like dance classes because i don't want to be particularly like a, a dance performer but like you just have to keep on training and like you know specialize learn new things learn new tricks mm -hmm. or like just Get to in tune with your body as well. That's why I like yoga a lot. Mm -hmm. It's just a whole lifestyle. Yeah, you you're well. You're very liquidy when you're perform. You know, your body does that, and that's what I admire. I, I love seeing that in other performers that have a a confidence about them that isn't. Um, it's not a haughty. It's not a. Arrogant Seriously. at all, you know what I mean. I yeah. think it's confidence. Even even when you perform, you don't you like you don't do dips or like go all out. It's just like not on a, Thursdays. Not Only on Thursday. I do those on Wednesdays. But <laughs> <laughs> it's more about a presence and a power in that, and which is it really comes to a seasoned performer or a seasoned like a, a mature person to project that, mm -hmm. and you really need to do the work, know yourself. Mm -hmm. Como que that's why I really like enjoy just. Tommy, Tommy Ross, not Tommy um, from Palm Springs. Content. Tommy Ross. Uh, yeah. Oh, uh, my God. The first from... time I saw her, it just blew my mind. She didn't move one inch from the stage. Uh -huh. But she did this song for like seven minutes. And I was just bawling. Just that power. It was just like incredible. I love seeing people like that. I know. It's just so mesmerizing. I can't. I, I see. That. It's so inspiring. Yeah. What Do you have like a favorite? If you, if you had like a go-to right now artist to perform. But mira, my pop diva is always Kylie Minogue because she, and my character, like, I, I get inspired by her be, because of her effortless. Mm -hmm. She's always so fascinating, but like in her way and just very elegant. So I always strive towards her. And I also like um, Rosalia a lot mm -hmm. now, just because she has um, a mix of very, a lot of things, of a very Caribbean mix, um, I don't know, like an English mix as well. It's just like, no sé, just just putting everything together. Hey, la cultura latinoamericana, just like mm -hmm. Latin culture, I think is so rich and there's so much to get out of. Y right now, I feel like we're in a hypeful moment of Latin culture that's being appreciated yeah. again. And I, I, I love just riding that wave. Me encanta. Yeah, it's beautiful. It's beautiful too. Like, um, I think... Because there's been so many years of drag race, people think that there's sort of like a, a casting formula. So they'll mm -hmm. say like, well, we have to have a big girl. Yeah, we yeah. have to have a uh, a girl that dances. We have to have a Puerto Rican girl. We have to have. And uh, I think for for a moment, uh, there was a time where, where the people that are consuming drag race mm -hmm. would say, oh, there's a personality to the Puerto Rican girl, yeah, they would yeah. say. And that's not true. No, it's, it's not. not fucking it's not. true. No. And it's also not true when, when they clump together and they say like, well, where's all of the Latin queens? And then they just own, like, they'll say, oh, well, this is the Puerto Rican girls. And I'm like, there's other girls too, but that's the beauty of, like you said, right now. Yeah. Outside of Drag Race, in media in general, everyone's getting celebrated. See, it is. And it it's is. perfect because the colors 
are so different, but they complement one another, yeah. right? Yeah. Even like I feel a lot of drag race girls como que are just embracing their roots. Even yeah. como que Tammy Brown, you, James Manfield, como que they're just being more spoken about it because it's more accepting, I guess. Mm -hmm. Y como que it's, it's beautiful to see that because we are not just one thing. We are, there's so many generations before us that we need to acknowledge and like get inspired from as well. Yeah. Como que, que sí. And I, growing up, I went to um, an English school and just like, in my mind, I was always como que, I don't know, los gringos are like, what's uh -huh. in? Como que I need to strive for that. But growing up and traveling the world, it's just like, our culture is so rich. Como que there's so much more. It is. it is. Even with it, like I said, even within Drag Race, sí. when you try to say, the Puerto Rican girls are just like this. Stop it. It's yeah, not true. It's not. Like, it's a variety. See, see, we're not characters. Yeah. Everybody has their own spin on it. Even, yeah. like, uh, too, I, me and Mayhem were chatting about, people will say, like, Mayhem and Heidi are so similar. They're not similar They're because not. they have a similar face shape, maybe, or, you know, a sim similar eyebrow. You just yeah, clump yeah. it. It's it's crazy. We could talk about it forever. Let's, um, let's take a break. Do you want to read me Delta? Stay tuned. And we are back with beautiful guest April Carrion. Yes, welcome back. Or some people say Carrion, which Carrion. I think is like, it's easy to say Carrion. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Right? See, see, I, when I uh, started traveling, that would be my um, introduction. I'm like, I am not a Carrion bag because you can't fit me in a Carrion. So you have right. to roll your R's with me, Carrion. And that makes it even better, I, I think. I see, see, see. This is the part of the podcast where we answer letters. I love this. Right? I see. Um, are you ready? I am so ready. I hope our ginger buddy. Yeah, they sometimes they don't know. Well, they don't know who's here. Okay. So it, it's a surprise. Read me Delta! Soup special. Um, this letter is here. I have to be careful because sometimes... The letters that are sent are folded up, and then when I go to open them... <gasps> you rip them? No. Yeah. And so then I have to, like... Is that letter opener so sharp, ma? I know. Isn't you that pretty? Oh, my God. Look at that. Okay. Let's you see. look like an evil teacher. Like I'm going to stab somebody with it. Fuck yeah. Stab somebody. Okay. First letter. Dear Delta and guest, I just read about a cup of coffee in London that you drink out of a donut. What do you think of that? More to the point, what do you think of bread bowls? Why are they always full of clam chowder? I love your YouTube talk show. Very Tanaka. Very Tanaka. Very Tanaka. Um, coffee in a donut. Coffee I, in a donut. I don't know how you do that, but I, I guess they probably bake it in that shape. So the donut must be very hearty, like a cronut. Have you ever, ever had a cronut? No. It's a croissant and a donut merged together. So it's like very weighty. Okay, 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 okay. But flaky. I can see that. Yeah, I mean, I'm I'm interested in trying it, though. I'm not going to lie. Yeah. I feel like it's just going to be like eating soup, but instead of soup, it's just coffee. Yeah. With a glaze in it. Yeah. I mean, it sounds delicious, honestly. Yeah, I like gimmicky things like that. See. I think that's fun. Do you do you eat soup out of a bread bowl ever? Um, No. No? No. I mean, I've had, but uh, no sé. It's just like, it's so messy. It is messy. But I love bread. I do love bread and soup. To, I, I like to dump my bread in the, into mm -hmm. the soup because then it just the bread gets so soggy. It's just so gummy and like uh uh. I want my bread to be no sé durito, you know. Yeah, flavorful. yeah. Flavorful. 
Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I feel like the donut, it feels like a good idea, but I have to drink it fast because I don't want it to be too soggy. Same as my cereal. I cannot, I, if I put milk in my cereal, I have to eat it so fast because I, I hate it when it's so like gummy. Ugh. Really? I know. No what kind of cereal do you like? Mira. My favorite out of all times, which is so hard to find here. I've only bought it here once. Max, you know, that the red one with like the, I think it's a frog. It's like caramel, like little. Uh, oh, Smacks. Yeah, yes, yes. Oh I God. do know those. Those are my favorite. Those favorite. are so good. Oh, so good. I, I can't find them anywhere, though. Yeah. So I. We're um, going to have to get you some. I see. So I my alternative is honey bunches of oats. Just to be so healthy. Good. That's a classic. I right? mean, honestly. Yeah. No, Smacks, I remember those as a kid. Um, and you can also get ones uh sometimes if you can't find the brand, the store will have their own brand of it. But, but I've tried to look not and that I either, and, huh? yeah, no, no, no. I when I found that box, it was like a family box. Uh-huh. It lasted me a day and a half. Yeah, you went in. Yes, I so I was. What kind of milk do you have with that? Um, lactose free milk. Yeah. See, okay. See, 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 I'm see. into it. See, see. I see that. But like a little. I don't love milk too much, but I just count to five. I go like one, two, three, four, five. That's enough. I love that <laughs> yes, technique. Yes. I love that. <laughs> see, see, not too much because I don't want the milk to overpower. But I just want that. Honestly, I put the milk just to drink the milk afterwards. Right. So it just get those like sugary juices afterwards. Would you, if you had to eat like what people would consider like a healthy cereal, like I guess Cheerios would be considered healthy. Yeah, That's no, like a I don't like that. You don't no. like that? No, because it's just so stale. Uh-uh. Raisin bran? No. No? No, no. Crunchy corn bran? My my healthy option is honey bunches of oats. That's, okay. That's as far uh-huh. as I'm healthy. Because I like to be healthy, but I, I love my sugar. So there needs to be a, you know, a balance. Yeah. Como que I, I can't eat. Se- That's why I hate. I know you're going to hate me for this. Um, I hate Diet Coke. I'm like diet Some sodas. Don't like it because it's just the sugar in it. It's just like there's something about it. I I just hate it. It's the artificial. It's the artificial. See, see, the aspartame that's in see. it. Um, I I don't drink a soda, but I do love the sugar and juices. I love juices. Uh-huh. Eso. Pero what were we talking about? Cereal milk. Cereal milk. Coffee donuts. Raja told me about a Korean banana milk she got the other day. That basic Korean banana milk. She got it by her house, and she said it tastes like. She said it was super, super cold, and it reminded her of drinking the milk after you're done with your cereal. Ay, que rico. That's that what I'm saying. Yes. That's what we have to get. I see. There was this one. Um, I went to this place in New York called Milk Studios or something like that, and they had, it was like a, a bakery, and they had cereal milk. So it's just like mm. milk, which is like your favorite, Um, like they had like um, Frosted Flakes and like three other brands of cereal, but it was just like just the milk out of I it. It was so good. It was so good. But that sounds amazing because I do love banana. That's my favorite food. Banana? And like banana with like milk, I see. I love, and I even love artificial banana flavor, like Laffy Taffy or anything. Oh, really? like that. I, mean, no. I love it. I don't know. You can't do artificial? No, I'm, just like the banana stuff. Como que no sé. I'll huh. try it. Pero no sé por qué no me gusta. I love this. There's an energy about what we like. I yeah. love this. Also, I have to write, note to Mark, the producer, uh, in order to follow the April Carrion uh, healthy way of living, <laughs> that I need a family-sized box of cereal that can last me a day and a half. Yes. And if I eat that, it's yes. fine. It's it healthy. Is. It is. It's it healthy. Is. Honey bunches of oats, family size. See. That's not too much food. No. Uh, because you look like, I mean, hello. It's fine. Um, <laughs> I like, I, I like, so the, um, uh, very Tanaka was saying about why is clam chowder always in the the one thing they put in the bread bowl? See. I do love clam chowder. There's really not any soups that I don't like. Um, 
Which is interesting because I don't like peas. I hate peas. Really? In any dish, I will pick them out. But I love pea soup because I think it's the texture. Okay, I got it. Which is interesting. I don't like peas because I feel like they pop yeah. when you bite them. I like, like that. I don't like um, I don't like cherry tomatoes or grape tomatoes because they pop. But like I I like the sensation of busting in my mouth, Seed. but not vegetables. Which really, is, yeah. I am actually really attracted to those vegetables because of the texture. Because yeah. I like how um bouncy they feel and just yeah. like squishing them like little balls yes yeah. I see it I'm like, oh, yeah. I, when I was um little I would go to the supermarket and you know the bread aisle uh-huh. I, I would just like to squish the bread and just yeah. go running because it's just like that feeling and the, the peas and like tomatoes like that I, I like and, and like bananas as well uh-huh. it's just like so squishy feels like I'm destroying something in my mouth. I When we were in Palm Springs recently, we were out. We had Part of what we had to do was this like, sort of um, mix and mingle thing. Mm-hmm. And I just loved being... Uh, we were we were very free to just kind of be around. Yeah, yeah. Right? There was nobody really governing what we were doing. And I just thought it was adorable, like, watching you boy watch. And, <laughs> oh and so God, when you talk yes. about squeezing the I bread see. aisle, it, it's so... It's, it's just so adorable because it's it's just charming. I, I love see, it. I see, see. I love it. I love to squeeze things, yeah. You do? Huh? I see. see okay, see. the other letter is inside this purse. Look at that. Isn't that cute? Ay, that is so cute. Me encanta. Okay, let's see. Top secret letter. Top secret letter. Is it from the president? I think it is, actually. <laughs> set this purse right over here. Um... Do you uh do you make soup at home ever? But you know what? We don't really grow up como que having soup because Puerto Rico is such a hot place. We don't drink soup that much. Mm-hmm. But um, we do have soup when it's um rainy. That's the best. Like if you went to a restaurant right now and you were going to have soup, what would you think? Like? I don't think I had ever order food. Really? Um, soup. Really? Yeah, because it, I mean, I went yesterday to um, an Asian restaurant and I went... um. I have miso soup because I love miso soup. Yeah, that is good. Si, si, that si, is si, good. Si. It's, okay, this is next letter. I have no idea how this got here because we were just talking about this, um, and I don't. I don't filter these letters. They come to me. My queens is cereal soup. Oh my god! Weird. So controversial. It is controversial because I mean, listen, I I don't think it's soup. I think it's cereal. No, but, it's two different categories for me as well. Yeah, yeah, it is two different categories. Well, it can tra- it can transform into one though, because I I feel like when um cereal gets too soggy and too disgusting, it it can be kind of soupy. Mm-hmm. But um, that's why I only I measure my milk with five counts. One, two, three, four, five. One. Two. No, that's three. too no, slow. That's, that's one, two, three, four, five. No, that's no, one, one, two, three, four, five. That yes, that's correct. That's the amount. Yeah, that's the amount. I'm gonna try it just because, but I think if that works for me, I might apply that to my diet coke to start weaning off of diet coke. Yeah, yeah. I mean, you it's know, just fine. Yeah, I think it's not a bad idea. Same with coffee. I do. I count to three. One, two, three. That's enough for your enough. creamer. Yeah, yeah. See, see. Do you do you go to Starbucks? Like, do you like that? Rarely, rarely. I I like to make my coffee and my uh I don't know how do you call it in in English? Como una cafetera, just like the silver one. Uh huh. Yeah. Just like yeah, I love that. Yeah. Como que Puerto Rican coffee. I that's the only thing I I bring from Puerto Rico. Puerto Rican coffee. coffee. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I think people who like actually do enjoy coffee, people mm-hmm. who drink coffee because they like the the taste and the effect, generally 
like to make their own coffee. See, see. They don't because they're willing to drink it with maybe just a little creamer and sweetener. Yeah. Um, but I think people who more like the all the the flavors are probably people who go more to Starbucks. See, Do you know see. what I'm saying? Yeah. I don't drink coffee that much. I like coffee, see. but um, I always feel like if I'm drinking coffee like straight from the coffee maker. I feel like that's like three o'clock in the morning in an emergency room because somebody's dying. Yeah, 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 yeah. I guess or <laughs> or I'm at the I'm at the car dealer and they're about to tell me that my check engine light is going to be a three thousand oh dollars something. My God. Yeah, yeah, right. Yes. You have to you have to have the energy to right. digest that. Yeah, yeah. But Star, I do love Starbucks. See. I I love because I love all the, like the although now they don't have the sh- as many of the sugar free flavors. They only have one. Oh really? Mm-hmm. That's why I drink iced tea. I like iced oh, tea. Better. I like iced tea. See? I do too. I've I've grown to like icy because it was just so no say, not tasty for me but mm-hmm. now like i've acquired that little taste i'm still learning but i like i like iced tea well you make coffee do you cook at all yeah you i do? cook almost every day really yeah do you cook uh any is there any like traditional things that your family has made that you can carries on with you see um i grew up in corozal which is a a Pueblito in um, the middle of the mountains, and we're known for plantains. It's mm. the capital of plantains, and we have a a festival um, that's like from all Puerto Ricans como que come to like once a month in October, and like um, we just celebrate all things plant plantains. I, and I remember um, when I was a kid, um, I would my grandma used to have like a kiosk, and um, my job was to um, pelar. How do you say pelar? Um, just take the skin off plantains yeah. and then we would make arañitas and all these sort of like dishes with them. And that's always resonated with me. That's actually my favorite thing to eat. I love but, that. Um, but here, like plantains don't have the same flavor. They're kind oh, of right. stale. But um, as the first thing I bought when, uh, what I brought from home was a pilong. It's just like a, a wooden like um, hammer thing. You mm-hmm. smash things because we make mofongo and I love to make mofongo. It's just like smash plantains with butter, garlic, and like a few other condiments. Ooh. Ooh, I need that. I need that. It's so good. Have you gone to any like Puerto Rican restaurants in Southern California? Well, there aren't. I haven't found a Puerto Rican restaurant, but I went to this Cuban restaurant, which is similar. It was so good. It was called El Cochinito. It's like Mm -hmm. in Silver Lake area. It was so good. I mean, I hate. Okay, you know, I don't know. I think in Mexico they have, um, you know, plantains go yellow, Uh and then they're like sugary. Right. I don't. I hate them. For okay. me, but they're rotten. When they're yellow, they're rotten. So people confuse them. And I, I went to this restaurant and I ordered tostones, which are like fried plantains. And I was so mad when they brought those ugly yellow things. Mm-hmm. That was what you wanted. No, that's not what I wanted. And th- right. that's not what it says in the menu. I'm you with know? you. I'm no, with no, you. No, 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 no. And I was so fucking I would have spoke up for you. No, no. No, something. I did. I did. I, I'm like, mira, I'm sorry. This is not what it's called. This is amarillos. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I know como que every country has their own little like lingo and jargon to like refer to things. But I'm like, this is not what it is. Right. And that um, they just get me more turkey. So I was happy. So you were fine with it? Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I was so mad because I wanted to have tostones. Right. So There's a really good restaurant if you're ever in Orange County in the city of Orange. It's like a small little square. Um, and it's just called Old Town Orange. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's called Cafe Felix. Mm-hmm. And it's a Cuban restaurant. 
the food is to die for. It is really? so good. I always, whenever I go there, I get masas de puerco, and it is so I see. good. Oh my God. You will I live. You will see. live. And you sit in the window. There's beautiful seating everywhere, but you sit in the window and you can see everybody vintage shopping, candy so store. It's I so love pretty. it. Yeah. I see. see yeah. See. We should go there sometime. You would like see. it. I think you would really like it. Thank you for being here. I see. Gracias. You're so fun. Thank you for having me. This is so much fun. Gracias. It is fun. Thank you. I, you know, we always kiki at the shows, but it's it's a little bit different when you sit down and just talk about shit shit yes yeah. I mean, literally goes on here. yes there's yes. nothing else to it thank you all so much for listening to very delta you can now search very delta on your podcast apps we come out every monday and you can also find us here on the mom podcast youtube channel a special hello to everyone watching the talk show on youtube subscribe to mom podcast so you don't miss an episode you can send all of your questions to readmedelta at gmail.com. And you can follow me on Instagram at Delta Work. Where can everybody find you? They can find me on Instagram, uh, April Carrion, Twitter, everything, TikTok, April Carrion, and you're all on. over Southern California now. Yeah, you're everywhere. Yes, I yes, love that. Yes. You can also show, uh, follow you can also follow the show on Instagram and TikTok at Very Delta, because if you're not, you're really only getting half the Delta. Join me next week right here. And until then, keep things very, very Delta. On the next Very Delta, bitch, it's Coco Peru. Well, you know what's funny is that suddenly Panatonis are everywhere. Everywhere. Little ones, big yes. ones. And people talk about the Panatoni this and the Panatoni festival and how to make a good Panatoni uh, mm-hmm. dessert. And I just think, you know, I think I had a little something to do with that. I believe it. I, I believe it. Do you like raisins? I love raisins. This episode of Very Delta was brought to you by Orange Diamond. To listen to Very Delta one day early and ad-free, sign up for Mom Plus at mompodcasts.plus. Very Delta is produced by Moguls of Media, a.k.a. Mom. Hosted by Delta Work and produced by Mark Jacobs. Engineered by Margo Padilla and editing by Doug Robertson. Executive produced by Willem Belli, Alaska Thunderfuck, Big Dipper, and Joe Cilio. 